Hey there, friends, it's Nick. Do you know, this is actually the second version of this podcast I've recorded because the one I recorded yesterday was so, <laughs> so full of rage and frustration that actually maybe it wasn't that useful. So I decided to re-record it. So let me, let me tell you what happened anyway. Um, essentially, for the last 16 years, my wife and I have been, we haven't had a bed. We've been sleeping on a mattress in a crawl space. And it's all to do with the fact that we, when we were married in 99, we bought this lovely but very small cottage. And then we had two kids and, you know, we nearly left and then we didn't. And this was a way of staying. You know, the fact that we were sleeping in this kind of a crawl space. But over the last month or so, we've been engaged on this massive project moving things sorting things redecorating moving things back you know all that kind of stuff you do when you're doing home improvements to actually take a proper bedroom for the first time in 16 years and Saturday we finished we worked really hard we've been working really hard for four weeks now but we worked really hard on Saturday finishing the decorating building the bed which looked fantastic and it was all in service of this idea this dream actually <laughs> that we could have a really relaxed lovely sort of Sunday and uh, it was all set and we had a good night's sleep on Saturday morning and then Sunday morning first thing the bed broke now you may be thinking several things but I can tell you that I built the bread bed exactly according to instructions. I can tell you that neither a Wendy or I are particularly heavy people in the scheme of things. And I can also tell you that there was nothing athletic going on when the bed broke. It just broke. And as you can imagine, that took the story we'd been telling ourselves about our relaxed, lovely Sunday, our reward to ourselves, and completely tore it apart. And... As you can also imagine, I was absolutely furious at the time because when something like that happens, you don't know what to do. Well, I mean, you know, you rage. I, I raged. I, was, I thought it was utterly ridiculous because uh, what it turns out is the bed has a floor. It has a particular design floor. And actually, when I researched it online, as you do, I found that we are not the only ones. There was, you know, there's like a story of a guy who was sleeping alone and the bed broke. So it didn't stand much of a chance for two of us, probably. And all I wanted to be was angry. All I wanted to be was angry. You know, there's a there's a line in Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. I can't, I can't remember it exactly off the top of my head, but it's something to the tune of everything is is fuel for my philosophy or something like that. Stoicism is a fire and I chuck everything into it. And I love that idea, but I also find it sometimes extremely hard to be that way. And the Stoics had this concept of the Stoic sage, who was the kind of the Jesus figure, the, the perfect embodiment of all of these principles, because they knew it was hard. They knew it was an aspiration. The problem is with anger, with frustration, however right you are, that it doesn't get you anywhere, obviously. It can pull you in, of course. There's a delicious kind of self-righteousness that comes with that kind of anger. How could anyone be so stupid as to sell this bed, design this? But, you know, it's, it's all of that kind of stuff. But it doesn't get you anywhere. 
And I'm, I was reminded, I reminded myself, in um, The 33 Laws of War, I think, by Robert Greene, he talks about, well, I think he, he quotes Napoleon as saying, you know, I, <laughs> I can get space back, I can never recover time, something like that. But there's this idea that when we spend time being angry, when we spend time engaging in stupidity or, or being frustrated about the way the world is, we're just wasting the most valuable kind of asset. And all the, all the time yesterday that I was in this kind of funk, which was a good 45 minutes, which is quite a long time for me. Usually I'm, I'm fairly level-headed. I couldn't focus on fixing the problem, which is what I needed to do. And in fact, you know, after 45 minutes or so, I got out of my own way, I got out of my own head and I fixed the problem myself. Because time lost, it can never be recovered. And it was the way of getting us back. You know, by the time Wendy had taken the dog <laughs> for a long walk, which was probably wise, but by the time she get back, she got back, we had our Sunday. And while I will be communicating with the company that made the bed and the company that sold the bed, what was really important yesterday was that we got the reward. You know, we got back on track. And I, the other thing is I'm reminded of the IKEA effect, which is this, um, you know, sort of psychological bias we have in favour of furniture that we have some, you know, had some hand in building. Right, so... The bed still looks fantastic and now it works as designed and you know what i did that and in the end the fact that i did that made me happy so yesterday's podcast the one that i recorded yesterday would not have been at all useful <clears throat> excuse me would not have been at all useful but maybe this one is slightly more useful because Today, you will be frustrated by something. I will be frustrated by something. But maybe if we just remember the ballad of the bloody bed, we can short circuit the time it takes for us to get back on track, to take an action and to make things better. <laughs> we'll see. Thanks for listening. And remember, your story means business. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.